Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. We're starting this podcast recording in the magic hour. Michael Bay is shooting it. Yeah. I'm glad you look... For the most boring Transformers movie of all time. You have a golden halo surrounding you right now, Thank Jordan. You. The Thank light you. is just... Spect- this autumnal light really suits your coloration. I don't know that I'll be able to concentrate on the podcast because I always have to be bent over the engine block of this uh, classic muscle car. But at least we get a good look at your cleavage. Sure. Which is ample. <laughs> yes, indeed. Which is ample. Yes, indeedy. Jesse, can we introduce our guests and yeah. then can I... Uh, posit a question about um, Pennsylvania? Yeah, but I have to say one thing. Sure. We Let's introduce our guest. Mm-hmm. I'll just say one thing that I have to get off my chest. Sure. Then you can posit a question. Okay. So about we'll, Pennsylvania. We'll go guest, chest, Pennsylvania. Okay. So Wait, hold on. Guest, chest, Pennsylvania. Guest, chest, Pennsylvania. Go, 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 go. Hal Rudnick. Hi, guys. Thanks Hi, for Hal Rudnick. Me. Welcome back to the program. Oh, glad to be back. I did not realize it had been so long since you had been a guest on the program. Yeah, I haven't been to the new Maximum Fun headquarters. This is my very first time. Well, welcome. I hope you like it. Comic, actor, writer, uh, just a all-around gifted young man, this Hal Rudnick. You'll see him on a broad variety of television programs. Um, on stages around America, uh, just this guy is solid gold. Yeah. A renaissance man, if you will. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> he's a gifted painter. He's created a flying machine. He's an he, awkward flying machine. He, he, has, uh, he has a surprisingly sophisticated but in some ways undeniably flawed understanding of physics. <laughs> um. Indeed. Um, you'll find my tasteful nudes in coffee shops all across America. <laughs> sure. What about your tasteless nudes? Oh, those are in my private stash. <laughs> um, oh, can I just say, uh, we, we were talking about um, grown man stuff. Do uh, you remember we... the order of activities? Oh, chest, yeah. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to file that one file away. File that one, we'll yeah. Come back to it. Uh, chest, Pennsylvania. I yeah. have to get something off my chest. Yes. Which I is, have to say something about Pennsylvania. I saw a license plate uh, on a car. That's one of the top places. I mean, certainly in a, either there or in um, a prison a factory or in, a, or in a restaurant with a fun theme. Yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. Nailed to the to the wall of a TGI Fridays. Yes, um, I saw a car with a license JK plate DNLS that read "I have number two P." <laughs> I have two P. <laughs> what a, what message are you sending? <laughs> that you're hilarious. <laughs> you're that you're the most hilarious guy of all time. Yeah. You have a wonderful sense of humor. <laughs> Is that Norm McDonald's car? <laughs> maybe it's like yeah. Maybe it's like an excuse to like to speed or swerve or something. Like maybe the cops like oh I'm gonna pull that guy over. Wait a minute. We've all been there. Yeah. I mean, it's... I can relate as a policeman. You were behind one of America's top comedians. It was by far the best license plate I've ever seen in my life. It's actually Chuck Lorre's car. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had a question you wanted to posit, yeah. Jordan, about Pennsylvania. So I think in high school, we all... I, I should explain sure. for our listeners and for how, mm-hmm. uh, Pennsylvania is one of the 50 states that make up the United States. Thank you. I'm sorry I left that out. Yeah, I'm sorry ahead. I'm using podcast shorthand. No problem. Um, so... Okay, in high school, 
you know, I think we're all familiar with the phenomenon of like when Jesse clear sure. up what high school is. Oh yeah, sorry, Cot, I'm just High school is using my own little vernacular here. It's that's... a building or sometimes a group of buildings connected by pathways. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Jordan, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so in high school there was there was the phenomenon of of people being kind of braggy, kind of uh, kind of um uh, 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 self-satisfied when they were dating someone who went to another school. Mm. Like, mm. oh, I'm dating someone who goes to, you know, Emerson College. Emerson College. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess there was the, like, oh, Yale the girl, University. the girl who's dating a guy who goes to like the community college. I'm dating a Harvard man. Sure. <laughs> In Pennsylvania, do you think there's ever a situation where the like the girls are all talking about like, oh, who are you taking to the dance? Who are you taking to the dance? Like, oh, you wouldn't know him. He's Amish. <laughs> <laughs> like a regular girl gets all like gets all uh, into her head about like, oh, I'm. It gets a big head about dating an Amish. I would be jealous. Is that the ultimate forbidden fruit? I would be jealous of that because, you know, the Amish have the best scrapple. Sure. They also oh, have yeah. a mafia, apparently. I've never, do they have a mafia? There's a, what are they? There's a program, Amish Mafia. I huh. haven't seen it. I've read about this, violent crimes in the Amish community. Yeah. What do they, what do they deal in? Uh, Where's the money coming from, I guess, is what scrapple. I'm asking. Scrapple. Oh, okay. Scrapple, wagon wheels. Uh, black hats, mm-hmm. cloth, um, uh, a little uh, a wooden doll on a stick. Sure, with no face. Scrapple mm-hmm. is by far the most delicious saw, sawdust-based food. I guess I don't really know what Scrapple is. I, isn't it patty. like a crumbled up Oreo? It's a patty. Okay. It's a breakfast patty. Huh. Uh, it's composed of, uh, I believe, ham mm-hmm. or other pork seasoned you know, pork sure. products. I always thought Scrapple was uh, supposed to be similar to uh, the Mexican dish Menudo. No, sir. No. No, sir. It's a little bit like the boy band Menudo mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that it's the name remains the same, but the members change. Gotcha. They're, all, they're changing out different pig parts. Exactly. <laughs> it's a, it's Hooves, a mix kidneys, of... Doesn't it, matter. It's all Scrapple. It's a mix of, I believe it is corn is the grain mm-hmm. in Scrapple. It's a, it's a mix of, of grain and uh, pig parts. Yeah. It's great. It tastes great. What's there's a there, is there an ice cream topping that's scrapple or sounds like scrapple? What am I thinking of? Apples, apples, apples. Yeah. <laughs> right? I want to. I'll get a scoop have, of scoop of ice cream, whole apple. But but by that, that's my favorite have, dessert. They do have bacon flavored ice cream, so why not scrapple flavored? Right. Why not, Thank why not you. Maple the the sweet donuts. and the savory. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what yeah. it is? It's it's you're you are right that there was an ice cream topping mm-hmm. that sounds like scrapple. It's Snapple. Snapple. Right. It's a Snapple float. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a pint of Snapple oh. with oh. a scoop of ice cream in it. Oh. A scoop of lemon iced tea. Oh. Anyway. If the Snapple lady herself tried to give me a Snapple float, I would not take it. <laughs> Why? That's just rude. <laughs> At least, like, dump it out in the plant when she's not looking. Yeah. <laughs> it might be tasty. Come on. This is a Snapple lady. It's all she's got. Just yeah, put Jesse, it in a napkin, you're put it in like, my pocket. Jesse, you're acting like Snapple's piss or something. Snapple's like a it's like a legitimate drink that stood the test of time. Now, been in business for decades. Now, if someone tried to hand you a Fruitopia float, oh, then, <laughs> you toss it in their face. Yes. <laughs> as if you were a, 
You well, were a socialite. Would, for one thing, it would almost, champagne. almost certainly be expired. Yeah. Jordan, I had a... <laughs> if someone handed me a crystal Pepsi float, I'd also be concerned. <laughs> Jordan, I had a beer tossed in my face once at a bar. No, how'd that happen? Oh, so um, I was at... Oh, uh, back to Pennsylvania. I was sure. at Penn State mm-hmm. where I went to school, but um, to the disappointment of my mom, I didn't get that sheepskin. As oh, she no. says. Yeah. Um, but I was in a bar. Mommy wants that sheepskin. Mommy wants that sheepskin. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? You didn't fuck a mountain man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does not getting that sheepskin mean? You fuck, a, you fuck the mountain man, and <laughs> after he's he's gone to bed, you steal all of his sheepskins Listeners. and steal off into the night. <laughs> sheepskin is a product that I know exclusively in front of fireplace fucking. That's the only thing a sheepskin is for, right? Your diploma. Yes, my diploma. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Um, Because you forgot to pick it up? Yes, I forgot to pick it up. It's still waiting at the bursar's office. (laughs) (laughs) So so I had dated... I had dated this girl um, who... You uh, accidentally went to the comptroller's office. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and boy, was my face red. Yeah. You had to I, catch a plane out of town. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a DC-10. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, comedy, back to the beer that was... Comedy, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Comedy's yeah. driven by specifics, George. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the devil is in the details, as they say. Office. <laughs> so you're at Penn State University. Yeah. So I had um, I had dated PS, PSU. Yes, PSU. Mm-hmm. Penn State. Home of the, in the Happy Valley. Home of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yes. Mm-hmm. Home of the Crimson Tide. Uh, Five time national champions and uh, mm-hmm. home of, uh, much disgrace the past few years. Sure. sure. Um, because of Reggie Bush. <laughs> uh, so uh, I was dating. This what about all those molested children? Oh. Yes. Let's not forget them. So let's not bury the lead. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what the story's going to? I'm sorry. What about when a young Hal Rudnick confused bursers and comptrollers? That was pretty disgraceful. That was probably their greatest disgrace. Sorry. Sorry. You were saying. Um, Oh, so uh, I I dated a girl and it did not end. Nice. Not to brag. Not not to brag. Cool. But um, I was – I I was in a confirmed reciprocal (laughs) – Relationship. Um, Did so, you confirm this relationship <laughs> physically? <laughs> Perhaps uh, on a sheepskin? <laughs> on a uh, pile of diplomas. Uh, on a, sh- on a she had a lot of. Uh, she went to a lot of online universities. Well, uh, you just spread them. You print yes. them out. You spread them out. And guess what? The uh, the prophylactics used were lambskin. Oh. <laughs> um, I only want membrane touching. Me. Yeah. Uh, so what they call the mother and child reunion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, it didn't end well, and and she uh, she was actually a kleptomaniac oh, no. and a compulsive liar. Like we yeah. say, like we all have someone crazy. We've dated this uh, young lady sure. was unfortunately had, had legitimately an, yeah. uh, crazy. So did um, you still? Did you get anything swiped while you were yes, dating? Yes, um, uh, money. Scrapple. Um, she stole my wallet, my my Scrapple supply. I came home; it was missing from yeah. the drawer in the fridge, um, and, and she was sitting there with a full belly, acting none the wiser. <laughs> um, so, um, anyway, I saw her in a bar months after the relationship had ended, and I went up to her, and uh, I guess I guess I poked the bear a little bit, and I said, "Hey, I hope you got the help you so desperately needed." Wow! And then a beer right in my face and eyes. You full, earned full it. Full beer? 
That's yeah. a, you. You earned it fully. Yeah. Was it an IPA? Um, oh, it, if, it was uh, one a of stout? Pennsylvania's proud IPA. It might have been oh. a Yangling. Okay, okay, yeah. That's good. <laughs> or a Rolling Rock from Old Latrobe, PA. Sure. Um, was this in a pint glass or was it in a... Oh, it was a, a pint glass. Okay, yeah. And I guess he, hard to throw a whole can of beer at someone. You need to do it a couple of times. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, if you want that to be effective, you got to just let go of the can. <laughs> yeah, you're throwing a can in someone's thing. face. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know. If you had a punch, a hole punched at the top, in addition to the drinking hall... Mm. Oh, like those new Miller Lite cans. Exactly. Sure. Sure. I mean, physically speaking, I'm a bit of a Renaissance man. Mm-hmm. You could really, you know, if you had the Get angle two right. two different beer streams going mm-hmm. in their face at once. No, you need one for air. That's what allows the oh, bottom Oh, it pushes one. it through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're a Renaissance man when it comes to showering someone with alcohol. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, but and there's no way to uh, look like you. You are always going to look like the jerk. If, sure, if you've been. No one's like, oh, here. she just did that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was. I was obviously taken uh, as a cad by everyone else. <laughs> did you just have to? I mean, you're soaked. Do you have to go home after that? No, I went to a bar and um, got French fries. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how or, I went to a, I mean a diner and got French okay. fries from the bar. How we're so glad to see that all of this has worked out for you so well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like I dusted myself off, dried my clothes, washed my face since, and uh-huh. uh, you know, here I am. Show yeah. business, and yep. you've become very successful. We'll be back That'd in just fun. a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, this is Dave Hill from Dave Hill's Podcasting Incident on the Maximum Fun Network. I'm here with my lovely and talented secretary, Ms. Shana Feinberg. Shana, I understand you've been doing a bit of research to find out what listeners think of the show. Yes, I have, Dave. And what have you found? Well, people that love it say they love it because it's just Dave hanging out with someone in his apartment. Awesome. What, What do people that hate it say? They hate it because it's just Dave hanging out with someone in his apartment. Oh, Listen to Dave Hill's podcast, The Incident on the Maximum Fun Network, motherfucker. Was that too much? No, I think it was perfect. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hal Rudnick, and I haven't uh, uh, decided upon a nickname or anything. Do you remember what it was last time you were on? Oh, I don't. Okay. Think about it. Give it some thought. The Reaper. Jesse, you have a piece of paper. <laughs> I have a piece of paper. I've got I like a, the Reaper. I've got I really. The Reaper is really solid. Cool. Let's stick with it. Great. The Reaper. <laughs> Do you think you have to talk sort of like this the whole time? Because it could get old after a while. <laughs> this is true. If, it, if we were on terrestrial radio, I might. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Three times funny, five times not funny, seven times it's funny again. <laughs> that is the equation. Yep. Well, what number are we on? Or sh- <laughs> should we just roll the dice? <laughs> Can I be the wraith? <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Oh, like a ring wraith. Yeah. <laughs> For instance. Can I be Frodo? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're already the Reaper. Damn it. Jordan, I think that one of the things that you have often complained about on our program 
is that why can't I get a fruitopia anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, thank you for prompted one of my classic rants. <laughs> why does this crystal light? Why does this crystal Pepsi float taste a little bit off? Yeah. <laughs> too old. Gross. It's too old. Um, okay. I think that stuff probably keeps though. Like if there's some weird warehouse that has that stuff, I bet it tastes exactly the same. How long has it been since Crystal Pepsi? Yeah, when was when did the last Crystal Pepsi roll off the assembly line? I wonder. That's the kind of thing that our Over producer Brian years. could figure out. Over yeah. twenty years, you think? Yeah, Crystal Pepsi Pepsi was a product late eighties. Yeah, yeah. Was that the eighties? Well, uh, but there. 93. I was going to say that Van Halen song played behind it. Was that a new song at that point? Wait, did it only exist in 1993? Oh. Introduced 92, discontinued 1993, our producer Brian says. Excellent. Uh, Jordan, you're thinking of the song right now. There you go. Jordan, one of the things that you often bring up Mm -hmm. is your disappointment that there isn't more erotic writing around Jordan, Jesse Go. I yeah sure I mean but I mean that's never going to change anytime soon right I guess our our listeners I guess they aren't just they just aren't sensual enough well they don't have sensual imaginations <laughs> I don't know I'm holding a piece of paper in my hand mm-hmm. and I can't see what that has to do with it I'm going to keep complaining about how no one ever does this <laughs> I don't know if this quite qualifies as erotic okay but it certainly betrays. A love that, while it may be fraternal, mm-hmm. borders on the romantic. Okay. This is something I happened to take a look. I wondered, I was looking at my own Tumblog, mm-hmm. I so often do. I like to refer back to see what's inspired me, um, you know, what kind of thoughts I've had in the past, so I can apply sure. them to the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking at, and I clicked on, I, I clicked a fun on the little tag. exchange from Parks and Rec. I clicked on the tag Jordan Jesse Go. Mm-hmm. Now, typically, I have to say, I'll, once in a while, I'll check the tags on Tumblr. I'll mm-hmm. check, check, check the Jordan Morris, Jesse Thorne, Judge John Hodgman, whatever, to see what people are talking about on the Tumblr. Sure. And um, on the tag Jordan Jesse Go, I found this post on uh, BennyOsaka.tumblr.com. Hmm. Um, it's a poetry blog. Hmm. Um, a blog of poetry, and this is a poem that's called Jordan Morris. Mm. Do you mind if I read it for you? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear it. I mean, I don't know if Benny. I I apologize if if Benny doesn't like his work to be shared, but he did yeah. post it in a no, public sure. forum. I, mean, I think yeah. Jordan Morris on a skateboard, slamming down the coolest kickflip in the parking lot at UC Santa Cruz. Mm. Jordan Morris on a plane to London or somewhere like that, reading the first volume of Saga, the graphic novel. Jordan Morris on stage, singing in his new ska band, Mm. Morris, Jordan, whose biggest hit is called Podcast Podcast. Mm. Wherever Jordan Morris is, he is the beacon of my soul, the light leading me through the darkness. An impish Virgil of podcasting who gives me direction, purpose, a purpose outside of myself. Jordan Morris, Ska Druid, Mm. Podcast King. Wow. That's beautiful. Source on that is Benny Benny, Osaka.tumblr.com. Huh. 
Well, any immediate reactions? Uh, you know, I am having a, <laughs> uh, back to my back to my annoyance from the previous few episodes mm-hmm. uh, of you know maybe being a little tired of some of our running jokes about me. Uh, my initial reaction was to be very insulted. Why? <laughs> Why? What's the? Well, I, and I don't want to dwell too much on this. How we? I think we went over it last time, but uh, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it again shoes. for your benefit. Yeah, uh, we've been doing this show a long time, yes. and I and I feel like there's some there's some running jokes about me that just aren't valid anymore. But people uh, people like making fun of, and, and I I'm starting to feel. I like... I don't think this is making fun of. No, I know, and yeah. I and I don't think that. People I think this who... person admires you. Sure. Jesse, I I think um, you lessened the weight of the poem just to dismiss it as erotica. That yeah. one, that was that that painted Jordan as a god. Now listen, we all we all ejaculated an, at an various points impish, during that. An impish I did, Virgil, who, an impish I, I, Virgil. I did I did let go a drop of precum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but you haven't finished yet. No, no, okay. it didn't bring me to completion. Any other poems in that pile, Jesse? We need to finish Hal off. I got so, some anything, Emily some, Dickinson. Uh, well, here. that'll that have to do. Off. That'll have to no, do. Jordan, why do you think that <laughs> yeah. poem was mocking? You? Well, I mean, here's I, I guess uh, not to again not to not to, not to harp on something that I think we've already been over. Uh, you know, I feel like when it comes to this show, uh, people see me as a. Uh, as a as a lovable fuck up who still listens to ska music, right? Uh, and oh, and sure. I have heard you say before, I ain't impish, I be pimpish. Thank you, thank you. And p- people are not uh, <laughs> people are not taking to that new catchphrase like sh- I want them to. You should not have gotten that tattooed on your knuckles. <laughs> It'll listen. There's uh, two reasons. Number one, I don't think you're going to be still be using that catchphrase in mm-hmm. a couple of years. Number two, just too many letters. A lot of letters on your knuckle. <laughs> That's you true. have like you're at four lines of Jesse, letters. Jesse, I've got the long game in mind with this it is like a there has to be a carriage return yeah. when people read that on your knuckles well plenty yeah. of time to read it when i'm punching them in the face oh no yeah <laughs> raining down that goes really fast jordan do you know how punches are supposed to work oh, oh no these are uh, these are reading punches <laughs> it's a different kind of punch it's like a yeah oh yes yeah, with both hands at yeah. once yeah. <laughs> they're asleep also <laughs> how do you read them no, I thank you for this poem. God. I mean, Jordan. It's not something I want spread around because it. I think it. Uh, Jordan you know. Morris sure. on a plane to London. Yeah. Oh. Or somewhere like that. What a life. <clears throat> sure. Reading the first volume of Saga, the graphic novel. I mean, I have done that. That tracks. On a plane? On a plane. That's an entire stanza. Yeah. To be fair, I've also done that. On Well, I read the second volume of Saga on a plane. The first volume you read on the crapper. <laughs> so Man, no, I, while I while I appreciate yeah. fan art, do you know I how to do a kickflip? I don't. But I can I can hardly about, ride a skateboard for. What for about a, a metaphorical kickflip, though? I think you, I think the kickflip is not a literal thing. I think it's a metaphor. Sure, oh, he's doing verbal ollies all day. That's no, you know that is true. I am a wordsmith. The beacon of my soul, the mm-hmm. light leading me through the darkness. An impish Virgil of podcasting mm-hmm. who gives yeah. me direction, semicolon, purpose. A purpose outside of myself. I guess not knowing this guy and already knowing that this is like this pushes a few of my buttons, it just all sounds sarcastic to me. 
I'm and I'm maybe and I'm I'm I know I'm seeming ungrateful. This I guess it's easy time. to say that when someone has written a love poem about you. Yeah, yeah a I mean, poem that calls you an impish Virgil. <laughs> What's that mean? I don't want to be impish. <laughs> I don't want to be imp-like. That's a that's. I mean, an imp is uh, like the easiest thing to kill in Doom. <laughs> Apart from just the regular zombie guys, but then the next easiest thing to kill in Doom, an imp. I I think uh, the, the imp term is uh, referring to your sense of humor and and your joy, your boyish joy. Yeah, the fact that you're always a prodding Virgil? boring old podcast dad over here. I don't think any of that's in there. I don't know. I I I reluctantly appreciate this. It's not you know it's not really what I would want representing me but i mean i appreciate the time the got the fact that this guy took the time to do it i guess am i coming off like an ingrate yes. yeah you got to okay. remember who got you here sure it's the fans tumblr the, poetry guys it's the downloaders and the clickers yeah. look tumblr poetry could be our ticket to fucking success yeah how do you think now if someone can turn that in veil became america's most no, popular podcast well if maybe if people would draw you and i as anime characters there's not well go for I it i know assholes Get on top of it. Jordan, who do you think's going to go to Max FunCon? That guy. No, I know. And the, yeah. With the hopes of just shaking your hand and masturbating with the hand that he shook your <laughs> hand with later and thinking that's you. An impish Virgil. Virgil, one of the greatest wordsmiths of human history. Mm. Maybe, okay. I guess I'll take Virgil. I haven't written an epic poem, though. Where does that come from? You should write an epic. No, poem. you're maybe right. Maybe this it's his career. Maybe this is yeah advice. What he would like to see me. This do. might be, and you might take this rather than taking this mm. as a put down, or even as a hagiography, which is how I initially <laughs> sure. took it. Perhaps you should. It does take talk it, about my miracles that I performed. <laughs> perhaps you should take it as an exhortation mm-hmm. to greater things. Yeah, I mean this. This actually came up. Um, this actually came up recently. Uh, our our old pal from college, Dan Grayson, uh, once created a band, an art project mm-hmm. called DG8K. And I remember when he finally finished the paintings that were associated with the song cycle, he said to me, this is the greatest work of which I am capable of producing. This is the greatest art of which I am capable. That's what he said. Mm. Perhaps this is an exhortation for you to take mm. your work to the to a Virgil-like level in the form of an epic poem, or whatever is metaphorical. Metaphorically, is a, an epic poem to you, Jordan? Yeah, no, I think epic poem is probably good. I think like that's really where the market is headed these days. What yeah. if you wrote yeah. an epic? They've poem, never been hotter. What if you wrote an epic poem about how people always assume that you still like ska music like you did in high school? <laughs> <laughs> I could. I don't know. I feel like this is all this. I, I don't know. I feel like this is. This kind of thing feeds itself. I think we are making it more delightful for people to make fun of me. You know, Jordan, I, I, I feel wanna... like the more we talk about it, the more people are going to do it. I, I think don't it's a think, troll number thing. one, I don't think these people are making fun of you. I, well, it's, I no, guess these people identify with you. You're their hero. You're a god to these people. I these don't people think don't so. ident- These people I don't identify like with me. I'm Grandpa Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In my experience. In my experience, yeah. oh god, and we're talking about it. We're fucking talking about it again. Uh, we shouldn't. Well, be. you're the one who took a poem. That's true. A, for, written that by someone cons- who's sure, in that love has content with you. That I had Tanaka. specifically. Yeah. Um, I think when it comes to 
ska music or skateboarding. It's something that people find funny because it is. Both of those are funny things. It was a weird regional thing. And I think that they – Skateboarding is the, the voice of youth culture. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I think it's the easiest joke someone can make about me. I think uh, – I don't – I feel like I don't encounter people who like actually want to talk about ska music. They just want to say real big fish to me. Like if someone wanted to sit down and talk about shows they went to or bands that happen to be still good, uh, I would love to do that. But I think people just want to say real big fish to me. Because it's the goofiest possible Scott band. Anyway. Well, maybe they want to think of you in your uh, youth. Being... Like, I want to think sure. of Robert De Niro sure. in Taxi Driver and Raging Bull, yeah. not the Fockers. And they're thinking <laughs> of you in your salad right. days. And Jordan. those were my, that was Golden. my prime. Oh, boy, I crushed some puss back then. <laughs> but I don't want I think to... it, you know, here's what I think it is, Jesse. I think it's the same guys, the same spirit. When people see a picture of you out of a tie, they say, where's Jesse's tie? It's when I bring up a music that isn't Real Big Fish, they say to me, why are you listening to Real Big Fish? But if someone wrote a... All I'm saying is, if someone wrote a poem about me riding a mighty steed, wearing a bow tie, Mm. and a double-breasted coat... Sure. Handsome. Sword aloft. Powerful. Lopping the heads off my enemies... That's not that. And leading them into battle. Mm -hmm. That's what you have here. I don't know. These are your people, Jordan. Hmm. Jordan, to validate some partially sure, where you're thank coming you. from. Would you please help? If someone uh, gave me uh, a, a work of art like that, um, I would be absolutely flattered and simultaneously creeped. Yeah. Creeped out. So, uh, flattered and cre- like thank go you. hand in I hand. Just, I don't know. I feel can like I this you, is – Can I ask you a question, Hal? Yeah. Do you have a problem with people coming up and talk, recognizing you on the street or at a – you know, an event, a con, so on and so forth, and all they want to talk to you about is Scrapple? Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, especially um, when it's a con in a close proximity to the bursar's office. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hal Rudnick, the Reaper. So, Jordan, last week on the program, we didn't just talk about you and your self-image being warped by people talking to you about ska music. Sure. We also talked about this commercial that you had been cast in. I think we talked about that on, oh, the, on the live, live show. show. Which is canonical. And which people can which people can watch on the internet if they sure. want to. Yeah. We'll probably end up in the audio audio in the audio podcast feed at some point, but in the meantime you can you can watch the video mm-hmm. link in our forum if you like. Um but we talked a little bit about the fact that you had been cast in a commercial where one of the skills that you had claimed on your resume was stunt work. Yeah. And they <laughs> asked you if you had done that thing where a chair gets broken over you mm-hmm. and you said, yes, of course. Yeah. How have you, you filled, you know about this like commercial resume where you like tick little boxes with your skills? Of course. What are your skills on there? Oh, um, casino gambling, bicycle riding, <laughs> rapping. Coxmanship. Coxmanship. <laughs> um, be- betting women of all ages. Wow. Yes. Um, ages, huh? Um, what about races? Or- origami. <laughs> IPA absorption. IPA yeah. absorption. 
Uh, so yeah, so I, <laughs> it's been a long time since I filled this out. Animal pair- husbandry. Oh wow, you can you can uh, you can impregnate like a bull mm-hmm. if you need to. <laughs> you can lead a bull to a cow. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah. So I. Uh, I apparently said that I did some stunt work. I get called into this commercial where they uh, they asked me if I had ever done the thing where I've had a chair broken on me. And I said yes. Uh, and I got it. And uh, so uh, that is that uh, is a an anecdote you can see on the live show. Um, so I went to uh, I went to shoot this thing. And how, again, I don't know if you've had a similar experience. But uh, this has happened to me a little bit in the commercial world, which I have been very unsuccessful at. But, you know, had a... I've booked a few things. Uh, but you get there and what you're doing is a little bit different than what you auditioned for. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I've uh, I've booked and shot, uh, oh, upwards of 20 commercials, Jordan. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you do you sometimes feel like you've been throwing a curveball in the in the audition room? Uh, every once in a while, uh, but uh, nothing apparently to the extent that you experienced. Yeah, you seemed uh, well. No, this I mean, I, it's, <laughs> it's kind of just a backward situation wherein uh, I uh, I was do. They wanted me to do the breaking. They wanted me to break a chair on someone else. I'd rather do that. Yeah. Me too. Uh, that's a. Mm, I don't want to get assaulted when I <laughs> <laughs> ever. But here's the thing. I think that the code of the streets is that if you are the assaulter, it is your responsibility not to injure your fellow artist. We ain't on the streets no more. We're in a button-up world here, son. That's right. Point taken, Hal. That's right. Point taken. Um, Specifically. (laughs) No, he's right. The button-up world (laughs) of Bob Newhart. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, like, you're you're thinking like Avon Barksdale. I'm thinking like Stringer Bell. Fair enough. All right. Jordan? So the the person that I have to hit is not a is, is not a not a thug in a bar fight, but mm-hmm. it's a nice lady. Oh. <laughs> it's just a real nice lady. Probably goes out for the role of, you know, mom or you know, I could see her in those commercials where like the guys are in the man cave and she like comes down and tells the guy he's gotta, you know, leave the man cave to to rear a child. To react. <laughs> Get out of your man cave and rear this child. <laughs> Sorry, fellas. <laughs> Progressive auto insurance. Um, and then uh, – so this is just this nice, nice lady and we 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 had a rehearsal day. Wait. In that Progressive commercial, does Flo make an appearance? Uh, yeah. She's the, she's the one saying come raise this child while I, <laughs> while I show auto insurance. Wait, so Flo was in your commercial for a thing that's not progressive? I know. It's going to be really weird. If I'm – if this flow chart in front of me is correct. <laughs> it's a uh, – it's a um, – uh, <laughs> it's, it's like a commercial crossover. Okay, mm-hmm. you know it's like a like a monthly event in the world of or a yearly event in the world of cro- uh, commercials where the Would characters you say all, yeah. it's the crossover event of the what the October gotcha <laughs> that we're in the month the, the crossover event of the month we're in. Um, can we have a round of applause for uh, Flo as portrayed by the groundling Stephanie Courtney? Thank you, Jordan. Please, I interrupted you. Can I? Oh, can I tell a quick story about Flo real quick? Oh. I, I I've been I've been. Uh, I've been uh, out on this show about me kind of having a little bit of a crush on her, despite Ooh. the fact that those commercials have gotten a little bit annoying. Oh, sh- but I feel like I, my crush on Flo, 
you know, really has withstood the test of time. I think the premise of those commercials is we bet you'll have a crush on Flo and thus allow us to be annoying. (laughs) Oh, sure. And I will, yeah. Yeah. She does such a nice job. She's such a nice-looking lady that they they feel like they've they've got a golden goose here. They just keep pumping it for eggs. So I was in a I was in a um a a comedy writing class once and there was a substitute teacher that came in uh, mm-hmm. because for some reason and the substitute was talking about like oh you know uh, uh it's Sometimes in entertainment, you feel like it's not happening for you, and then boom, that that day will come. She's like, "Oh, I'm I'm best friends with uh, best friends with the girl who plays Flo, and uh, you know she was having a real tough time, and now she's on top of the world." And I oh. made some comment about having a crush on her. I'm like, "Oh, do you know if Flo is single?" And then the uh, the teacher said, "No, you know, I, and I think she's married." And then she kind of gives me a little look up and down, and she's like, "But you know what? I think she'd like you." And wow. every every time, like I, I, I feel like I'm having some trouble with dating or relationships. I just think about that. You know, I'm like, you know what? If if Flo could like me, if as, something broke bad in right. Flo's personal life, sure. Like, if her husband bad, died, you could from be a there mysterious to poisoning. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. <laughs> wow. Uh, guys, I when F- Flo's husband leaves her uh, uh, for the Geico Gecko be there because he's gay and loves lizards. Pieces. Yeah, um, I take no pride in this, sure. but I listen to so much radio when I'm driving around. Um, I remembered uh, I could sing one of Flo's little songs from her commercial that mm-hmm. that annoyed me so much that it prompted me to change the channel, and now I have it memorized. I'd love to hear it. All right. Bundle your home and auto together and you'll feel like the mayor of Savingsville. Yes, you will. A town famous for the world's biggest puppy. Wow. I know – I don't know what style the song was in, but that – I mean I can only describe (laughs) – your version of it as a dirge. That's, I was about, that's the very a word I was about to use. It's distinctly funereal. <laughs> a, a very sad jingle. Sure. Uh, anyway, so I have to break a chair on this yeah. nice, nice lady. Yes. And so we have a rehearsal day where no one breaks chairs on anyone. Mm-hmm. We, what are you breaking on her? Nothing. We're just miming. Just miming chairs. I don't think this is even a. How are you going to generate real emotion in this rehearsal? Oh, it's oh, it's bullshit. Trust me. Hey, you're not breaking chairs on her that day, but are you breaking off some game? No, this is a <laughs> nice lady, old enough to be my mother. Maybe she's not old enough to be my mother. Old enough to be my mother's young friend. <laughs> okay, that went from uh, okay uh, to oh yeah, you know mom, you know mom's young friend. Um, that, Recent divorce. That was the name of an erotic novel I read. Mother's young friend. <laughs> That was the name of an erotic poem I wrote about Jordan. And then I acted like kind of a dick about. Um, So... So you know we're we're get, we're getting along great. No no game, but uh, but you know we're talking about good places to eat in Little Tokyo. Oh sure. Uh, the novel Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Uh, other topics. Maybe those were the only two topics. We were we talked about two things, That's and they mean. went great. Kick flips to a certain sure. extent. You talked about yes, kick flips. Yes, exactly. Um, it was a mutual passion. <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, so. Uh, so so chair break time comes the next day and the the chairs we're using are made of balsa wood and it's they're it's kind of amazing how light it is it feels like it's lighter than if it was made out of paper it's weird to like hold something that's that big 
that is that light. It's it's kind of uh, disorienting. I mean, uh, are, are you sure uh, part of that 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 feeling is doesn't just come from your natural power, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I was lifting them with my boner, <laughs> which for me is easier than lifting something with my hands. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you another question? Sure. Are you sure that you weren't lifting a model airplane? Yeah, I, you know, I was actually lifting a collection of bird bones, gotcha. which are very light. Uh, and so, you know, they've got a whole – they've got a stack of these things. If we need to do this 60 times, they've got them. Right. Oh, and they're very like precariously glued together. So kind of on the way to hit someone, it basically falls apart in the air. Um, and, you know, but it makes a loud sound. Um, so the first the, – the time comes for me to for me to hit this nice woman and uh, a, a – a, just a rando stagehand guy – comes up to me. I'm sure he's in some sort of union and me calling him a stagehand is an insult, but sorry, random guy. He this comes is a up, best boy. This is a best boy. <laughs> this is a guy who works at Best Buy. <laughs> this is uh, someone from the Geek Squad. A Geek Squad, a Geek Squad member. So he comes up to me and he's like, and I've, I have not talked to this guy. Like we, we have not chatted. We have not introduced ourselves. Just some, just sex. Some, yeah, just pure sex in an alley. <laughs> Nameless. No talking. I <laughs> I he called started, a number on a bathroom wall. He started to talk, and you just lifted one finger to his lips. <laughs> That's not what this is about. Um, and then you put it through the glory hole. <laughs> sure. And he ran around to the other side. Oh, weird. <laughs> it was just a waist-high glory hole. <laughs> just the wall only came up to, like, belly button sure, level. You could, could still make eye contact. Well, I like to read a magazine while it's happening. Sure. Uh, so, Said it was better feng shui. So Rando Guy just comes up to me and, without introducing himself, just says, Hey, pretend like she's your ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, just speaks volumes about this guy in yeah. one little comment. But also, like, I'm worried, do I have to call SAG because I'm gi- being given sexist motivation? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. is that is that against some sort of performer's contract that I've signed, that I will not be given sexist motivation? I mean, it should be in your personal contract with your lord and savior. I mean, yes, it is. But this was probably some sort of, um, you know, secular humanist. Okay. In which I don't. I can't abide gotcha. working with those types. Jordan um, is a Zoroastrian. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, so, so, yeah, but I feel like, like, isn't, come on, like, isn't, aren't, isn't there something a little less creepy for me to pretend to hit? Like, what, like, maybe he could have said, like, hey, Pretend she's those clowns in Congress shutting everything down or something, right? Those guys. Those congressional types. You're not going to get that advice from James Woods, that's for sure. <laughs> Wait, what about James Woods? Oh, he's um, ranting politically lately. Is he? Yeah, he went off on his Twitter. Oh, no. He, he, he called uh, the president an abomination. <laughs> An Obama nation? Maybe no, he's just he's saying not. he's a member of Obama nation. Maybe, maybe Raider <laughs> nation. He's no, a he, member of Raider nation. He, he's Wait. very outspoken about the president. Jim Woods. Jim Woods. TV's shark. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Jimmy Woods. Jimmy Woods. You could see him currently on uh, Ray Donovan. Wow. So he's on the side of the Republicans. Oh, big time. Uh, he's done the classic Hollywood old guy flip flop. Indeed. Hmm. He says he says he doesn't care if he's ever wor- if he ever works again. Wow. 
he was uh, he, he called uh, he was very upset about Obama shutting down the World War II memorial. Hmm. He says our, our veterans don't deserve that kind of treatment. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, my so, father is a veteran. And he deserves it. <laughs> He's been naughty. <laughs> Spending too much time in the man cave. <laughs> um, what? What else? What would you like to have smashed? Oh yeah, people who seek to define you when you would like to define yourself. Sure, that would be nice. Maybe. Um, um, what would I like to just hit off? Hit with a chair. Uh, you know, Our, be- we have a guest here this week, Melissa. She won a contest recently. You could imagine hitting her with a chair. Oh, yeah. Fuck her. She doesn't deserve <laughs> to be here. Yeah, right? She just sent in an email during a fucking pledge drive contest. Yeah. Oh, I Congratulations. know what Jordan would want to hit with a chair. A member of the Washington Redskins, because you're such a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Thank you. Thank you. Go, go boys. Hook them horns. <laughs> Hook them <Yep>. horns. <laughs> go CBs. Put them in the box. Roll mm-hmm. Tide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Penn State University, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Just don't bring up Reggie Bush. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, I then we started like doing this thing where I was hitting this woman with a chair. It did not feel good. Everybody's like, "That must be pretty." F-. It was not fun. I was just so guilty the whole time. I was just feeling. That's I mean, why I was stricken. That's why I would rather take the chair because. Number one, you know that it's set up to work. And if you're hitting someone, you have to take responsibility for it. And Jordan doesn't know how to take responsibility. For, I mean, he knows how to take it. <laughs> sure. I have no emotions. I missed. I killed, I, my, I killed my pet mouse. I said that wrong. Yeah, Jesse just Jordan knows how to take Jeez. responsibility for it, but he doesn't know what to do to be responsible for it. He doesn't know how to hit someone with a chair sure. in a way that won't hurt them. And so I would much well, rather – it says on his resume he's a stunt expert. <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather just rely on the system to keep me safe. Sure. Um, and, and I don't think I hurt this woman at all, but our previously friendly relationship was gone. Right. Like we did this for two more days and like I could tell she didn't want to make she was like, like, eye contact did... with me. Fuck you. I hated that book. My favorite book of the year was The Art of Fielding. Um, <laughs> exactly. By who? Joe Torre? Or... <laughs> yes, Joe Torre's <laughs> novel, The Art of Fielding. <laughs> um, but how did she and the rest of the cast and crew um, react to the fact that you were visibly aroused while you were doing it? Oh, that was, it. That's, that was in character. That was part of the audition. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. So part of how you got this part was just your boner ability. Yeah, boner maintenance. It was like... A porn A well-maintained film. boner. When I yeah. – can I ask you a question? Sure. I said it was like a porn film. Mm-hmm. I think you know where I'm going with this. Was I making some sort of furniture, <laughs> furniture-based porn? Yeah. Yeah. Featuring uh, M- a, a pleasant middle-aged y- woman. A, a my filth or mom's younger friend I'd like to fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was for for Mia Filth Hunters. <laughs> we got into the Mia Filth van and went out looking for hot Mia Filths. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan uh, Jesse Go.
Throwing shade is the art of deserved public disrespect, and no one does it better than Brian and I on our podcast, Throwing Shade. Every week, we take off our pants and tell the people who are the enemies of ladies and gays where they can shove it. They can shove it up their butts. That was implied. Check out Throwing Shade on the Maximum Fun Network. I hate giving you compliments, but that was actually really good. I know. I practiced, like, real hard. Now you're bragging. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hal Rudnick, the Reaper. Oh, Hal, it is, it's so fun to have you on the program. Oh, I'm having a blast. It's, I, we should have you on the show every week. Um, I mean, let's lock it in. Okay. <laughs> Great. You usually don't say lock it in that, uh, that tepidly. Uh, let's write it in ink. Let's definitely <laughs> do it while shaking your head. <laughs> we actually have a fourth person in the studio with us. Her name is Melissa. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Hi, Jesse. I'm fine. Uh, I'm very happy to have you on the program. Melissa, as we mentioned earlier on, one – what happened? It was during the pledge drive last year. I remember that. Yes. I know that's going on because one of our development staff is sitting outside. Lindsay is sitting outside in the office. Was was it during our Jordan Jesse Go Live show? No, I think it was during just the last time Max Fun was doing fundraising. And it was oh, it was the best. Was it the best tweet? It was the best tweet. Melissa had the mm. best tweet of oh. the pledge drive. Do you remember what your tweet was? Uh, kind of. I do, actually. I think I said I just upped my donation to Maximum Fun, and when my gifts arrive, my non-donor husband can have the lube and go fuck himself. Yes. There you go. I remember there that now. There you go. I remember that. Yeah, fuck that guy. That was one of our prizes this year was lube. Yeah, like yeah. this past year our, our, in the Pledge Tribe. Well, Melissa— Did he indeed use that lube to masturbate? I think the audience wants to know. I don't think he has yet. Well, so he never listens to me. What a jerk! Oh, husband, he's down there right. in the man cave, not masturbating. You <laughs> should know that you're on vacation. He's been masturbating this entire time. <laughs> I don't know how long you've been on this trip so far. I know I saw you yesterday, so at least 24 hours. Mm-hmm. He's masturbated in the, that 24 hours at least four times. At least. That's called doing it husband style. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What's his refractory period like? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, Melissa, tell us, tell us where you live. I live in Bellingham, Washington. Mm, that sounds like beautiful country. It really is. What God's country about? or what? <laughs> well, yes. More... Every country is God's country. No, that's Jordan. true. That's true. Jeez. Sorry. It's just Jordan's trademark impishness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Also, when I throw a fireball, that's part of my impishness. Can you move the skateboard out of the way, please? Sorry. Sorry. Can we can we ask you what what kind of work you do, Melissa? Yes, I work in the registration office at a technical college. Oh, All exciting stuff! Is that How? in close proximity to the bursers? I <laughs> took the you word know? out of my mouth. My supervisor is the registrar. Ah, uh, that's another funny college word. <laughs> Man, I used to I used to have to go to the uh, college veterans office mm-hmm. all the time uh, because of your service to our country. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. No, because of that goddamn President Obama. Oh, 
who hadn't even been elected yet. You know, you know why? Because I was out there saying no, Obama. Thank you, thank you. No, Obama is what I said. You're welcome. You're welcome, Hal. You're welcome, Melissa. You're welcome. I came. You and uh, John Voight are hanging out after this, right? Yeah, absolutely. I came to loathe the building that housed those offices so deeply. Just and and I loathe you by proxy, Melissa. I guess <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say, Melissa. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, no sheepskin for you. Can, can, I, <laughs> can I ask what you at what university? Oh, you said the technical college. It's a technical college. What what kind of what technical uh, skills are taught at this college? Welding, nursing, lots of health programs. Sounds very technical. Uh, is there anything HVAC? Is there anything really good like detective? No, unfortunately. God damn it. Isn't that the whole point of having a technical college? Like, sure, you have, you know, dental hygienist, you have nursing related things, elder you have care, firefighter, <laughs> you have all these different elder care, exactly. TV, you VCR repair. You have all the shit that, that's normal, but then you have to have, you have to throw in a couple of. Kid fantasy jobs. Yeah. They should have a. They should have a. They should have like a wing for kid fantasy jobs. It has to be the shit. It's the not shit. firefighter, but fireman. It's the oh. shit that motivates a guy who's done nothing with his life and is high on the couch watching television to make that call. Oh, he, I could be. He's not going to call and say, "Oh, pff. later a counselor will talk him into a field where he can help society and get a job." But Routing. the thing that's going to get him to dial the phone is if it says batting oh, instructor. Wait, so you're saying a so you're saying like a Trojan horse kind of thing? Oh, absolutely! Like you too can be a roadie for Cypress Hill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, there is a boner lifting program. So. Oh, okay. Sure. Short certificate. Sure. Jordan would destroy that. Course. I could teach that class. Yeah. Uh, speaking Clinic. of speak, well, <laughs> Melissa, an intensive, a four week intensive. Wow. Yeah. What's your refractory period? <laughs> four weeks. <laughs> oh, same. What's <laughs> a month, Mo- Melissa? Welcome, welcome to the program. Speaking of technical skills, yeah. I happened to have visited the electronics repair shop yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, my secondary receiver, mm-hmm. um, currently the receiver that I had fixed by the folks at the electronics, or the kind folks, my good friend Gary at the electronics repair shop in my, basis. in my neighborhood of northeast Los Angeles, um, uh, is sitting here in my office. It's a really, a really nice piece, a really, really strong output, uh, clean sound, nice mids. God, I like those mids. Mm. You know what I mean? The way it drives those mids, those tweeters. You know what I'm talking about, right? Just those woof, woofers. Nah. <laughs> Jordan. What? Oh, this is Jesse's character, 70s stereo guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's sure. what I was about to say. Maybe if you don't want to be defined as ska guy, maybe hi-fi guy is a good alternative. <laughs> sure, yeah. Don Cheadle from Boogie Nights guy. Okay, so <laughs> I uh, my, my uh, home receiver was buzzing. So I took it in, and I had a conversation with Gary. Now, here's the thing. A couple of listeners, for your benefit, uh, Hal, and I'm sure you know this, Melissa, because you, in, you invariably listen every week of the day the show is released. Um, but uh, I had a great conversation with Gary when I went to pick up my last repair, repair job in which he said that he couldn't understand why kids make this noise in reference to a pop station on the radio – and uh, and that he used to live in Europe. 
but he also had a Mediterranean skin tone and a distinctly indeterminate accent. And so we played this voicemail that he had left for me uh, on the air in case anyone could reverse engineer where in Europe he was from based on his uh, based on his accent. We had a lot of guesses. The the biggest guess, the biggest group of guesses, I would say, were uh, Portugal and Greece. Mm-hmm. All the CIA analysts in the audience. <laughs> exactly. Um, Did Liam Neeson specifically call? <laughs> so some people in the thread mm-hmm. had just said, why don't you call him and ask him? And that seemed like a really weird thing to do to me, a person with empathy mm-hmm. And some sensitivity. Now, granted, will I talk to him, to a group of tens of thousands of people that listen, <laughs> talk about him to, and play his voicemail on a popular podcast? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm not just going to call him and say, what country are you from? <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy. So I went in there and I knew that people would not be satisfied if I went in and left without finding out this information. So we were chit-chatting and I – look – Gary's a chatty guy. I mean, you haven't met Gary Hal, but um, if you had, you would be fast friends. Great. You're familiar with the quality of chattiness. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I've come across it in my travels. Yeah. So, um, so he's talking to me. He's telling me about this chair he bought, the 60s chair. And he says he's thinking about painting it black because right now it's clear plastic. It's like a shell molded type chair, mm-hmm. injection molded type chair. It's... It's a little frosty because it's a little old. Yeah. Um, he's thinking about painting it black, and I'm oh yeah, no, that's really interesting. He says he, goes, he notes I have a uh, uh, he notes I have a, a Marantz receiver. He says people like these. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I don't know. They're pretty. They have a warm <laughs> tone. I said to him, you know, we're 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 making friends, and um, and he says to me, you know, the weather outside is frightful. <laughs> he said to me, the weather outside And is... this fire can go fuck itself. <laughs> <laughs> he happened to have a sheepskin rug, rug on hand. <laughs> he said to me, you know, the weather outside is really beautiful today. I guess that's why people move to Southern California. And I said, yeah, I guess it is. And I will note here that he said that contemptuous with a tone of contempt <laughs> for Southern California. <laughs> um, and so I said, yes. I guess so. It is really lovely outside. And I said, I, and that's when I had my opening. I said, I remember that you mentioned you were from Europe the last time we talked. Where are you, what country are you from originally? Ah. Are you ready for the big reveal? Bulgaria. Ah. Oh. Bulgaria. Wow. Did not come up wow. once. Mm. But it fits all the – it makes perfect sense. You don't need a two-year degree in <laughs> private investigation to know that it's the perfect solution to the problem mm-hmm. because it is essentially a Mediterranean nation. But it is also an Eastern European nation. It is both of them. It is the most Mediterranean of the group that I will call the Dracula countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. I, I, and not only did Gary, not only did Gary, uh, not only, he was born and raised in Bulgaria, but he also lived, he also lived in France and Italy, 
before moving to the United States, becoming a Marine, and then uh, moving to Southern California, and where for the last twenty years or so, he's run an electronics repair shop. I will note that he said his days on the beaches of the Mediterranean were his best days. Mm. He said, you exercise, you talk to girls, Hmm. and then you exercise and talk to girls. (laughs) Those were the days. I like two of those. Man, sounds like prison. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa has a question. question. Actually, I wanted to say that not like a week ago, somebody at my work said – Asked me, he's like, can I ask you a heritage question? And I said, sure. And she said, are you Bulgarian? Hmm. And I've never heard that before. Of Bulgaria? I've never heard anybody ask me if I'm Bulgarian before. I've and heard you lots are, of other you things. You are not Bulgarian. I am not. Okay. I'm not a vampire, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I have seen you in direct sunlight, so we know that. I knew that. You're Romanian, right? Well, yes. Just checking in. Yeah. 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 Melissa's a Romanian, if you're wondering. So anyway, yeah, fucking Gary mystery is solved, and I talked to Gary a bunch more, which I don't know if I'm going to do in the future. I like his I like his enthusiasm, but he does say things that make me uncomfortable. Sure, does I mean? And now that you know that he can probably kill a man with his hands, having been in the military, that made me very uncomfortable. Sure, I don't want him to kill me. No, I don't want him to kill anyone. Yeah. So, so uh, Jesse, not a fan of um, people with military service. I, not a fan of veterans. <laughs> frightened of veterans. You hate their office. Yeah, well, I told you, you about You don't want my... them touching your stereo. Let's, let me put it this way. Just imagine a combination of two hit songs of the 1970s. The Ballad of the Green Berets and Cats in the Cradle. Mm. And oh. you've got my dad. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. Um, can I get, tell a fun fact about uh, my dad's military service? I, I would I appreciate that. Fun fact. Um, he would lie to people and tell them he was a bronze star winner to be, to be uh, to get special treatment. Uh, where oh. where, do you, where does one get special treatment if you have a bronze star? Oh, from uh, you name it. He would uh, he forged weird uh, relationships with <laughs> celebrities and uh, celebrities. Like he became friends with Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so so he or dad did actually serve in the military? He did, and but, he received veterans benefits, and he put on some shows for the Veterans Center that he worked through. through. But then um, he was conveniently a Bronze Star winner, which is just below, like, it's just like a couple of notches below the Medal of Honor. Huh. So Uh, do you think that that these people, Jeff Bridges included, gave gave him special treatment because of the Bronze Star that they would not have given to just, you know, your average military man? Maybe. He played up that he was injured and that he saved his platoon and that... So there was a whole backstory to this? Yeah, no, my dad liked to just embellish his military service. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was this your dad or your college girlfriend? (laughs) It was me. No! 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 I, he was um, another fun fact about my dad. Uh, yeah, oh god, god love him, uh, dad. If you're listening up there, uh, I'm glad you get radio up there. Um, no, but <laughs> they have a nice, he, nice internet connection. Yes. Um, and by the he, way, thanks for putting us on the radio in heaven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're internet only here in 
<laughs> oh, by the way, we have to do a heaven break for AshleyMadison.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do some commercials. Um, he was also uh, he, he was half blind uh, as a product of his diabetes, mm-hmm. and um, but he had one of those blind canes, and he would he would be more blind when it was more convenient for him. Sure. Hmm. Yeah, like if he was go- again, if he was going to get some kind of special treatment. My of sure. it. my father is a disabled veteran, mm-hmm. uh, and he's disabled in the sense that he's. Uh, uh, he's mentally disabled. Mm-hmm. Not to make light of it, but I feel, I feel I've borne the brunt of it enough times to laugh about it. Sure. And he qualifies for and receives disabled license plates, uh, and he'll just park in a disabled spot. I mean, doesn't I mean, say. If, I mean, I guess the the. I guess it I would guess stress the, him out to guess, have to walk further. I guess the logo is a guy in a wheelchair, but you know. Who knows why he's in that wheelchair? I'm just saying, my dad doesn't have any mobility issues. <laughs> Does he? Dad, my is he dad is a good. And, my dad is a good and honorable man, and I, I would love it if he was friends. My dad is not friends with Jeff mm. Bridges, but he has seen The Big Lebowski a lot of times. Oh, okay, oh well, that's... man! I don't think my dad. I'm not sure if my dad ever saw The Big Lebowski. He was a, a fan of like older Jeff Bridges, like Starman. <laughs> I, I know that my dad, you know, my dad probably earned the whatever the uh, equivalent of the uh, participation trophy is for his time in the in, in the An naval honorable service. discharge. Uh, but I think he may also have received uh, uh, something. Is there a worst member of the mi- worst at war? <laughs> a court martial, <laughs> least suitable, least suitable to martial. A martial context. <laughs> uh, why did we sign this man up award? Did he receive one of those bar of soap beatings from a full metal jacket? <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would be funny if they gave you a most improved medal in the army. <laughs> like, hey, you know what? You're really keeping that bunk neat. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we've made light of our uh, fathers and their military past. Yes. Uh, we've introduced Melissa to our audience. We've clarified for Gary. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for momentous occasions. When something momentous happens to you, the listener, we ask that you call us at 206-9844-FUN to share that momentous occasion with us. Let's take a listen to our first call. Jordan, just go. This is Adam from Pittsburgh um, with a momentous occasion. Uh, I'm coming out of the grocery store, uh, and there's an older gentleman, probably about 70 uh, also coming out of the grocery store, he loads his grocery bags into his car, and he turns around. He has the empty cart. He's about you know, thirty feet or so from like where the carts go, the little stall there, and he kind of takes a few steps toward it, lines it up, and pushes it, and it just beautifully curves right into the stall, and then crashes into the back, and he turns around. And he throws his fist in the air. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Thank you. Love the show. Keep going. Bye. It's called a home fucking run. Yeah. Yeah. Anything good happened to you since you've been in uh, Los Angeles, Melissa? Well, this right here. This is really pretty good. Awesome. This is pretty good. That's really nice of you to say, Melissa. We're very, li- we're very happy to have you here. Yeah. Has it lived up to your imagination? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I guess I never really imagined the booth. Hmm. I just love your show so much. Had, had you, you um, thanks, thanks. had you met or seen uh, these fellows before? Had you been to? Oh, man, very nope. exciting. 
Well, this is the way to do it. This is the way to see it first. Heck how yeah. would you how would you describe how would you describe the context in in which we sit? If to someone at home who has never had the occasion to imagine it, just as you were not one week ago, um, how would you paint a picture of this scene for folks at home? Okay. It's four orange chairs, one, well, not quite one in each corner. Walls are covered with, you know, those, it's gray. You know, like your mattress, like a mattress cover. Looks like a mattress cover. Yeah. Mattress. That's true. Mm-hmm. And it's good. it's uh, small. Keep small going. Space. Describe my body. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to take your clothes off. <laughs> yes. You heard the woman. <laughs> And lift each chair with your boner. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take another call. Hey, guys. My name's Catherine. I am in the middle of a moment of shame. I took my pill uh, for the evening without uh, water, as is my practice. And then I burped. And it went up into my nose. <laughs> um, so now I'm sitting over the toilet trying to get a pill that is dissolving <laughs> in my nose canal. Um, out of my nose through whatever means possible, and it is also uh, dripping bitter medicine stuff down my throat. So, lots of fun. Thought you guys would like to hear about it. I mean, isn't it fine? Just let it dissolve up there, right? I mean, is it her birth control or is it a Paxil? The good news is no booger babies. Sure. Which is a thing I just invented. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure her husband or boyfriend is, will really appreciate that she'd be down for some NFing later that night. <laughs> is it... <laughs> Good news, honey. We can finally try that thing you've been asking for. Oh, he can get an NJ. <laughs> yeah, an NJ. <laughs> a Nost job. <laughs> oh, Wait, so I'm was... almost there. Where should I go? <laughs> so it was pretty obvious that that was a birth control pill. I don't know. Um... I mean, I mean can, a lot of people take nightly pills. Maybe yeah. it could be it could be a sleeping pill. I could guess. have been a, sl- a Flintstones vitamin. Yeah, mm-hmm. antidepressant. Yes, could have just been an airborne. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a nightly placebo. Sure, <laughs> you don't even. It. <laughs> it could have been her. AZT. You don't even d- dissolve it in water. You just shove it in your nose. You shove that disc of airborne in your nose. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't it dissolving in your nose just the same as... Yeah. I mean, it gets in there, right? That's a fine membrane. Gets into the bloodstream like that? (laughs) An underrated membrane. I think so. I think so. One of the finest membranes. Oh, definitely. Definitely. There's a lot of good membranes. Yeah. I mean, she could, like, maybe she could chop it up and snort it next time. That's a really good... Like she was at, like, a cool ladies' party. What would happen if you smoked your birth control? <laughs> <laughs> you get super fucked up. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I just want to like smoke a little birth control and watch Tron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my hobby. Now, what, what about freebasing birth control? Is that the same as smoking it? I would freebasing is when you heat it on a piece of foil or yeah. something, right? Isn't that what that is? Yeah, I think it's to be injected. That's the no. idea. No, freebasing is like you heat it and the smoke comes out and you suck it with a straw. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, do that to birth control. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't light regular – I think mean, that's what it is. You can't light regular cocaine on fire. Mm-hmm. Like you can't mm-hmm. – like a – no, because a crack rock, you heat that. You don't, you don't light it on fire. Yeah. But it's, it's cheaper. So it's just Guys, regular we're leaving cocaine. out our guest. Are you a Norplant woman? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just Rhythm have abortions method. every time I get pregnant. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. 
Can you smoke one of those? <laughs> so I think what it is is a freebasing is when you heat regular cocaine. Right. Not to be confused. Usually you would be talking about smoking cocaine. You'd be talking about crack cocaine, which is a slightly altered form of cocaine. Makes it less expensive. Gotcha. Is that right? I think that's probably true. Sounds good Brian's to me. nodding. Brian's nodding that I got that right. Thank God. <laughs> Thank fucking God, because you'd hate to have those. You'd hate to have those crack nerds on you, (laughs) (laughs) dear podcast. As a thirty-two-year-old man who's never used cocaine, this is definitely something that's likely to come up in the future for me. I mean, you'll be at a cocktail party, Jeff Bridges. (laughs) Yeah, you'll be Uh at Jeff Bridges' house. What about the inequality in crack laws versus uh, cocaine laws? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No Obama. Thank you. No Obama. (laughs) Uh That's all we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. We're just saying no Obama. We we have any more calls, Brian? We have no more calls. Well, Melissa, it's been a delight to have you here. Thank you. this, This is truly the most momentous occasion that's happened to you recently? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's just me setting it, setting her up to compliment us. <laughs> I guess. Had any good meals in Los Angeles? Mm, not really. You're missing out. I know. I'm tired to hear that. Mm, try the famous fondue. <laughs> 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 we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hal Rudnick, the Reaper. Our thanks to Melissa for joining us on the air here on the program, being a Max Fun donor and tweeting about it during the Max Fun drive. Very nice. If you want to be the next Melissa, you should go to maximumfund.org slash donate. Who knows what might happen? Maybe you'll get to come out here. Maybe you'll get some sort of prize. I have a proposal. Something else might happen. I have a proposal that's not up for debate. Okay. I have some cool stuff. So an edict. Yeah. I have some cool stuff in the prize closet. Okay. Okay. I'm talking about um, large-scale vibrators. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about small-scale vibrators. Like the rabbit. I'm talking about <laughs> ear- earbuds, T-shirts. Totes. There's nothing I love more than putting together a prize pack. Especially now that we have an administrative uh, person here in the office, the great Jennifer Marmer, who will send it out. I don't have to put the – I don't have to frank it. I hate franking postage. You know what I mean? I just fucking hate franking. Oh, I thought franking was hiding in an attic. (laughs) (laughs) Like your Uncle Frank. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He was a bizarre agoraphobe. (laughs) What what a masturbator. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but what can you say about him? He loved addicts. <laughs> you know what? As much as the he man had the a great outdoors. The man had a passion. <laughs> he, had, he had his games <laughs> up there. <laughs> his puzzles. Of course jigsaw the, puzzles. He had seven completed jigsaw puzzles up there. Of course he had the HVAC up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here's his taxidermy. Here's my proposal slash edict. So far, we've seen one poem about my friend Jordan Morris. <laughs> and <laughs> that I was mostly insulted by. <laughs> and, you know, like, we'll be honest. You know, Jordan has specific requirements for his hagiographic poems. Sure. That they not include stuff about 
ska, skateboarding. Is there anything else? Being a schlub. Yeah, I hear. <laughs> <Just laughs> uh, okay, so uh, none of that stuff. Yeah. None of those things, none of which are true of, of Jordan. Right? Correct. Not not a skateboard. I mean, he did like ska in high school and college, but it's but it's been a long time since he's listened to it regularly. Only just has fond memories, like anyone else thinks sure. of the music that sure. they liked in high school and college. He was the premier comedic reporter in the field of action sports. That's true. There's no doubt about that. But he's not a skateboarder. No, he just happens to be from Orange County. Mm-hmm. He was one of the people who lived in Orange County, saw what was going on. And made a, a reasonable judgment about it. You know, he, had, he was self-critical. He understood these things are good about Orange County. These things are bad about Orange County. Maybe I should move to Los Angeles. But, you know, visit my mom in Orange County and <laughs> not resent it. I have to visit her. I love my mother. That kind mm-hmm. of stuff. This is a That's reasonable true. I do man. I love my mother. I do Jordan love my mother. Jordan is a reasonable sure. man. He also the Coen Brothers movie, A Serious Man, based on me. This is a guy who also dresses a lot of rewrites on it. Dresses perfectly respectably. This Ooh, is a fine, man with a fine, nice brown fine. chocolate suede derby on. Sure. We're talking about a man with a, a button-down shirt with a cowboy logo on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. This is a guy who knows what it takes to be a grown adult man in the nice world. Nice suede shoes. So here's what I That's would what like you meant to see. Derby, right? Here's what I would like to see. I'm not wearing a hat. I'm not wearing a suede hat, I should say. <laughs> you are, yes. That's a little silly. That's what I meant. You're wearing a suede that derby That would hat. make it seem like I was going to a Scott concert in <laughs> if I was wearing a derby. Uh, some kind of front, if it was a brown suede derby, it would have to be a Frontier Scott concert. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, they had what, to get very specific back then. If you wanted to cut through the cut through the noise, you had to have a theme. Here's what I would like to see. Sure. All the young people these days, and how you know this. Mm. Are on the blogging platform Tumblr. Oh yeah, they make Tumblogs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is if you don't, if you haven't heard about this, this is a billion dollar operation purchased by Mrs. Yahoo uh-huh. <laughs> on behalf of young Tumblr guy. You know what I mean? This is that's how the internet business works: Tumblog, young people, and millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Tis true. So. Here's, uh, save it for your TED Talk. <laughs> here's my proposal. A paradigm shift. Mm. Are you guys ready for this? If you have a Tumblog, or you just want to write something, we're doing a paradigm shift. Guys, <laughs> bitcoins. See you next week. <laughs> if you have a Tumblog, I would like you to write a poem about Jordan. Hashtag it JJ Go. You can explore... A romantic interest in Jordan, a fraternal interest in Jordan, a friendly interest in Jordan, a sporting interest in Jordan. A passing interest. (laughs) A passing slash casual interest Mm -hmm. in Jordan. A worship interest? Absolutely. Worship. As a man would be interested in a god. (laughs) Yes. Yes. As man is often interested in gods. You have to do it this week. Mm -hmm. So that means right now. Hashtag it, JJ Go. Tag it on Tumblr, JJ Go. Mm-hmm. The winner, I will read personally on the air, and we will send them a prize pack. And when I say a prize pack, we're talking about $50, $75 worth of Max Fun crap. Ooh, how sweet it is. This is <laughs> a great prize pack. You have one week to do this. Write the poem. 
Hashtag it JJ Go. Post it on Tumblr or on our Facebook wall. Do you I'll also real, accept our Facebook. Do, wall. do you actually like? What about a WordPress you mentioned, blog? Um, if you do a WordPress blog, you better link to it from a Tumblr or from our Facebook wall. Because otherwise, now, how's our producer Sonny sure, D no, going to find it? Now, M- Melissa said that in her prize pack she got lube. Like, you, do you actually have sex toys in your? Uh, yes. Are you sponsored by Adam and Eve or something? Our friends at ExtremeRestraints.com have provided us with sex toys, included branded personal lubricant. Yes. What? Uh, there's JJ Go Lube. It's MaximumFun.org Lube. Gotcha. I mean, I oh man, if you could get a sex toy with uh, your faces on it, yeah. <laughs> so cool. I can, you know. What about one of those clear butt plugs? And when you look into it, you, <laughs> see, you see you see Jordan smiling. Uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> no, there should be. I mean, it should be one of those two pronged sex toys where one is for insertion <laughs> and one is to stimulate the clitoris. Oh, I thought you meant two pronged like the I end call of- clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What about well, a good luck, Jesse? That's all I can say. Good what luck. about a classic double sider, like in oh. Requiem for a Dream? <laughs> our whole sex toy dibs on Jesse. Our whole sex toy <laughs> says one lady. <laughs> our whole sex toy business is based on Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> what a sad biz. <laughs> um, so write that. Write that poem. I say write it now. You can take any form that you want. I will say now. I personally prefer free verse. Mm-hmm. I will. I also like a sonnet. Mm-hmm. Certainly, epic verse is acceptable. I don't want a man from Nantucket type situation. <laughs> but what if it's a handful of limericks? You can write a handful of limericks. I'm just saying, like a I'm collection not, of limericks that tells a larger story. I'm mm-hmm. going to get number one. I'm deciding who wins this prize. Mm-hmm. On behalf of my friend Jordan. I don't see why Jordan should have a voice in this. There's no reason. No reason to. I'm just I'm just going up the vagina. What do I have to say about this? I will be deciding based on aesthetic and moral value. So I want a be- So nothing about Obamacare. I want a beautiful, powerful poem. Okay? Mm-hmm. No Obama. Mm-hmm. No ska. No skateboarding. No toaster talk. Just all the great things that that you love about Jordan. <laughs> oh God, toaster talk. Yeah, I got. Uh, there's no, anyway. Sorry. Go and ahead. some and some metaphors. Use some figurative language. What That's about what a poetry simile? is. All. Absolutely. You want to use synecdoche? Go for it. Metonymy. <laughs> Absolutely. Can they use metonymy? Can I say, I am most likely to choose a poem with one example of metonymy. Okay. Fine. How about that? That's, right. a, fair, that's a fair contest, right, Jordan? Reasonable, reasonable contest. One week is all you have. Mm-hmm. All you have is until Saturday afternoon. Just that's when, when we, we will, this. Yeah. You have until Monday when we release this to Saturday afternoon. Post it on your Tum blog. Post it on our Facebook page. We're going to take care of business. That's less than a week. Yeah. Hal Rudnick, it's been a pleasure to have you on the program. Ah, oh, Jesse, Jordan. I'm, it's, I'm so excited to have been here in the, in the new digs. Well, how long have you been in this spot? Four years. Wow, man. Yeah. Really? That other time that we recorded, those other times that we recorded with you in the past, yeah. we recorded at my house. Uh-huh. It's because I didn't want you here. Oh. I was worried you might steal. No. 
and I know it's actually, I do, yeah, it's just rest- we're restricted. <clears throat> and I know I do have the, <laughs> the reputation of have the reputation of tracking dog dude <laughs> wherever I go. You do have that reputation. Yeah. But thanks for having me here. This is a it's b- a it's lot of fun. Been an absolute joy. Of course, how if you don't know is what are you at Hal Rudnick on Twitter, right? Yes, at Hal Rudnick, and he's the he is one of the uh, on screen personalities and creative forces behind the Screen Junkies. Yes, Screen Junkies. Go to YouTube and just search Screen Junkies. You'll see a delightful uh, exploration into pop culture every week. We've had Jordan as a guest on there. Yeah, I've been on there a couple times. It's yeah. tons of I, regardless of if I am on it, watch every week. It's a great show. You'll see Hal doing some fun stuff like watching Human Centipede with his mom. Yes. <laughs> um, this week we recap all three seasons of The Walking Dead. A, there you go. Uh, a very popular, somewhat mediocre show. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's a populist show. Sure. Uh, we recap. Uh, all three seasons. Maybe throw minutes. some jokes in there too. Oh, plenty of jokes. Plenty of. It's a good time. Screen junkies. You'll find it on your YouTube. Uh, so we got YouTube. We got Twitter. Is at Hal Rudnick. Of course, uh, people can see him live in person here in Los Angeles with his signature show, The Tournament of Nerds. Yes, uh, and sometimes around the country. Oh yeah, it's not um, just in Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, do some touring. Not uh, no dates coming up. Just mostly in L.A. And uh, tonight, um, I'll be going to Outback Steakhouse, which I'm very actually I will be eating at Outback Steakhouse. Which that I'm sounds. Excited. What will you be just, ordering? Um, probably uh, the petite filet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the smaller filet mignon. And oh, I love the sweet potato. The, um, how does like, how's that prepared? It's like a baked potato, except it's a sweet potato. That's great. Yeah. That's a great oh, thing. Man. That's a great thing to cook. Anybody is an at-home cook out there and they want a nice companion to their meal. Get yourself a sweet potato. Roast that fucker. You know, just do it the Mark Bittman way. Do yourself a favor and get a load of this. And then you score it across the top and you kind of smush it and it pops open. Yeah, sounds and, like a lot of fun. And, and you've just scored. You've just scored like a major boner in your food. <laughs> Zone. Yeah. Are uh, you? Uh, what are you going to have? Are you going to have a draft beer? Do you think while you're there? Oh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm more. Yeah, I'm a light beer guy. Can I okay, recommend sure, the sure. ribeye rather than the petite filet? You could, but I won't take you up on it. It was beefier. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to order what I want, what I know I, I like and want. <laughs> Are you going to get their signature appetizer? You know, the cheese sticks. I <laughs> <laughs> the Aussie cheese sticks. The Irish Aussie, <laughs> the Irish Aussie cheese sticks. Oh. Um, the Australian nachos? Mm. Oh, you know, they uh, they used to have Australian names for all their things. Like the uh, um, the New York strip steak was the Ayers Rock Strip. But I but then they changed it to just New York Strip. And apparently it was confusing their customers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, they've kind of like... They've kind of gone back on the Australian theme, right? Like, that's not as much of a part of Outback as it once was. Paul Hogan works there now. <laughs> yeah, right. Unrelated, though. <laughs> Sad- the one in Santa Ana. Sure. As does Yahoo Serious. <laughs> I, uh, I was disappointed. Uh, we would go to the Claim Jumper all the time mm. uh, as a kid. and Big I, portions. I went, yeah, huge portions. And I, I, I went back as an adult to find they had uh, kind of dropped the Gold Rush theme. What? what then? What the fuck is it called Claim Jumper for? I don't know. It could, might as well be called anything. It could just be called Burger Restaurant. Yeah, or Fuck Your Childhood Memories. Thank you. Jumper. Thank you. That's what they did. Can I, I think sing... they still did have root beer barrels, though. Can I sing the Outback Steakhouse song that I sort of remember from my childhood? Please do. Outback Steakhouse, Outback Steakhouse, from the land down under. When the boomerang go, it come back. You will too, Outback. 
Thrill, I love it. I love dirge it. of a song. It's real <laughs> funereal. At yeah, all? I mean, I think of like I think of the food being laid to rest. <laughs> well, Hal, it's been uh, it's mausoleum been a delight. that is your gut. It's been a delight to have you on the program. Our producer, Sunny D. Brian Fernandez. Our thanks to Melissa for being a Max Fund donor and coming out here all the way to Los Angeles from Bellingham, Washington, and. Our uh, development associate, Lindsay Pavlis, listener services director. Mm. When I donor services director, God damn it, I don't remember what. She works for me. I don't remember what her goddamn title is. King Straight shit. Though. Yeah, King <laughs> shit. Lindsay Pavlis, King shit. King shit. Our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design in Light in the Attic Records. Um, look, guys, let's get those poems coming. Free verse. Yeah, that's like no work. It's, you, you have can, to write a bunch of words. You don't even have to write capital letters if you don't want to. No. You can write a fucking text it message. It spaced anywhere on the page. You can, te- you can literally text message it to Tumblr, and they'll post it on your Tumblr. Sweet prize pack. Come on. This is going to be great. Jordan, you're going to love these poems. We'll see. I'll probably be a dick about them. <laughs> you're not going to be a dick. I'll probably be a dick about them. You're not going to be a dick. You're going to be bathing okay. in All the right. love All of right. your audience. He's acting a little salty already. I'm, I'm, guys, I'm just cranky. I'm, I don't mean to be cranky about it's poems. Kind of, Jordan, it's these fine. people it's love fine. you. These are your people, Jordan. These are yeah. your people. These are the people who go on iTunes and give us two-star reviews that say Jordan is really <laughs> funny. <laughs> it is true. I am about two stars funny. I would say that's how funny I am. They usually say Jordan is really funny, and then they say other stuff about the other people on the show. Like Hal. Yeah. And how funny he talking is. Talking about Hal. <laughs> We're talking about Hal. <sighs> Write those fucking poems, people. JJ Go. Hashtag it. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.